Rise and shine. It is a beautiful Saturday morning. We are recording this the same day and hopefully releasing it in a couple hours. We are back, your hosts, Anika and Val, Val and Anika, here for, you know, a riveting discussion of the past few, might I say, boring episodes, but we're still here to keep you entertained and speak about all of our couples in the villa thus far. I am very much still waking up, so I will (laughs) now pass the baton over. I don't know why I went into corporate mode now, but... (laughs) Val. Oh my god, you're like, I will be circling that back. Uh, Val, do you have anything you want to add? I'm like, mm. I'm like, what do you feel the synergies of the villa are? <laughs> no, um, I just want to say I have a vendetta with ITV mm-hmm. <laughs> for this week just because I actually don't mind that, like, uh, the t- like two episodes from Wednesday and Thursday were a little boring because the season has been so spicy that's like okay you can get a little break I'll allow it um but our schedules weren't going to work out so we were possibly not going to be able to cover Friday night's episode but then of course Love Island is like it's mad movies time and I was like are you kidding me and so we were like okay we have to record we have to watch this episode and we have to record so it's gonna have to be that we record at six in the morning guys it's six in the morning and then mad movies literally didn't start until like the last the last 10 minutes what and we haven't even seen (laughs) we haven't seen at like the spiciest bits yet like we're just at the tip of the iceberg i'm like shut down dude i'm not a morning person so i i can't no, tell I i'm literally <laughs> at a loss for words i uh, you know you said that you didn't mind that the, the other two episodes were relatively slow paced but no if we're mm-hmm. doing stuff like you know throwing in adam and jacks is suddenly going home and all this other stuff i don't want to watch danica twerk in front of billy <laughs> like you know what i mean i'm just i'm i want the spiciness to continue i want the pot to be stirred further i want a nice big stew of drama and crying and dare i say emotional turmoil in the villa yeah. <laughs> like yeah i mean i think for even our like most exciting seasons there have been a few episodes that were not as exciting or enthralling and i think like from the gate with season eight it's been go 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 it's been so dramatic up and down um so truly i feel like these this is our first batch of episodes that were slower so like I can forget because even season five at the start was very slow not very slow but pretty slow and like season eight jumped right to it so it hasn't been slow for even a second so I'm like okay y'all get this y'all get this pass and I forgive you but yeah it's cool we're back to the drama though because our season eight contestants can't let us breathe they let us breathe but they're like okay that's enough 
enough breathing. Back to the shit. Right. Yeah, so we can get started with a little recap. We had we had our first challenge in a while these last three episodes. We um, didn't have a challenge. We had a little It wasn't slip a slide. challenge. <laughs> but you know, quote quote challenge. Um obviously I wished it was a literally any other kind of challenge, but fine. We had a recoupling. We had a dumping. We had Ekansu and Davide having some sparks as usual. Uh, and then patching it up. And then right back into Mad Moves. We had two I Love Yous. We had a boyfriend-girlfriend situation. Everybody is pretty comfortable in their couples again. We have new sparks with Paige and Adam and Danica and Billy. And that's what you missed on Gwen. <laughs> Brilliantly executed 6 a.m. recap bell. Thank you so much for providing that to us. I currently think. Hmm that I need to see the rest of those mad movies because I am so excited to see India's reaction because you saw in the preview that she was like, I'll deal with you in a bit to Dami probably and I was like, oh Hmm. I'm like, did she say to Dami or did they show Davide telling Dami that India or that summer was a level up from India, or like an upgrade was what he said. Hmm. I don't know. I'm interested to see who she. She probably said it to Dami, but I'm like, the way she's like, I'll deal with you in a bit. I'm like, well, obviously we know she's gonna deal with Dami. So for her to say like, <laughs> I'll deal with you in a bit, I'm like, who else is she taking care of? I would love to see it. I would love to see it. I need any and all girls in my villa to stand up and fight <laughs> like they've never fought for womankind before because of the ridiculous double standards. Like Mal and I have talked about oh this every God. single week. Domine is like the worst thing Ekansu can do now is, you know, lie or talk to somebody about me behind my back. Like, okay, so now you're just making up new things that you can get mad about. Yeah. But meanwhile, you know, he was did you see him lashing? Like it was so weird. I don't know. So I Yeah. For for him to say the worst thing she could do to me now is talk behind my back badly. It's like what did you do in Kosovo more though? Yeah, you were like talking bad like, about her. Like you only in the back of Yeah, he only just right. stopped talking bad about her. Right. Like only just like only this week did he finally stop. Right. So uh, let's get right into the couples though. Yeah, let's do it. We have quite a few snoozers. <laughs> we have Coco Josh We're gone. and Summer and Deji. And I put them in their couples, in their new couples, now that Coco and Josh have been sent home. Right. I mean, I guess technically Summer and Deji are single. Um, uh, how do you feel about that? Okay, first of all, 
thank you, public, yeah, to sending home Coco and Josh. Yeah, nothing against them, but they unfortunately had lived out their newness in the villa, and it was super duper unfortunate that Coco had to be in that situation. But she kind of did what she needed to do. She like exposed Andrew for us all to see his true colors, and we're now gonna probably see a lot more of Andrew in these mad movies as well. So. I'm glad that that's kind of, like, ended. Second of all, Josh. Yeah, the public also saw that he was a prime game player. We saw him jump yeah. to Nika as soon as he could get. And then, you know, even the connection with Summer was a little forced, in my opinion. Like, it was, yeah. like, so quick that I was like, is this a smart move that two, you know, custom more people get together? Yeah. Is it going to probably work? No. Because they're so opposite no. personality. It was weird. So, I'm glad that they're yeah. gone. Moving on. I totally agree. Yeah, and moving on to Deji and, and Summer, who's another couple that are also both Casa more bombshells. There is no Deji slander on my watch. He is one even, of even guys. about that suit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No, because Billy can catch these hands too. Both those suits were abhorrent abhorrent <laughs> okay no that's fine but just personality wise like even her and yeah. Deji did she's like I can't wait to find my wife like that's so oh my god I don't I've got wedding on the brain right now you guys all my friends are getting engaged so yeah Deji I'm there with you you know if you don't find a <laughs> wife during this and I happen to be single which I don't think I will be but call me so that's all I have to say. <laughs> but his dynamic with Summer, um, I think it's okay. I don't really have, like, a, anything more to say. I feel like it's still, like, an evolving re- relationship or a dynamic. I just can't tell if they're going to be in it for the long run, if that makes sense. Um. Yeah, with Summer and Deji, I just don't – I don't know what – is in the cards for them. I think that it would be a little too contrived and obvious if Summer was all of a sudden to get to know Deji now that she had already said that her and Josh had a connection and they like kissed and everything. Um, but if they came together in a very natural way, I don't think I would mind. Um, but I am kind of just hoping they bring in people for either one of them, I think like by the end of next week, one of them is just gonna have to go. Um, and if they don't bring someone in for Deji, then it would probably be Deji because it's girls' pick next week. So I guess we shall see. Yeah. But I don't want him to go. I know me neither. He's like so wholesome <laughs> and white. Especially so him. <laughs> Especially his reaction just during Mad Movies. Like, he was just crack. Like, he was cracking me up. He was just, when he was like, I was like, what are you even doing that? It's like, the movie isn't even about you. Like, but, no, that's me. <laughs> no, I love him. Anyways, let's move on to another Casa More boy who has grown on me. I can't lie. Yes. And. Our queen's Nika. Yes. I have to say, I don't find them as contrived as some people online 
find them. Okay. Um, now, whether Billy is thinking with his dick <laughs> or he genuinely feels like there's a spark there, I can't quite say yet because, you know, if seeing Danica in the gym sparked something inside of Billy, I'm not mad at it. I think that you know, the guys kind of just weren't seeing Danica in that light. And it for us as viewers, it's just so hard to believe that because she's so beautiful mm-hmm. and she's so cute and she's so dorky, but she's also hot. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people just couldn't look past, like, her dork email copywriter vibe. Yeah. That I'm like, okay, like, maybe is it, like, kind of annoying that he had to see her in the gym working on her fitness? To kind of have she a be up in, him. in the gym just working exactly. on her fitness. Billy's her witness. <laughs> Make that okay, the flow, rock, the rock. flow. <laughs> Anyways, is it kind of like annoying? It's like yes, but I don't think it's that contrived. Like I think when they like make out, I'm like, oh. <laughs> Even if all they want to do is jump their bones, I'm, like, happy for Danica yeah. that somebody is, like, actually fully into her. Yeah. No, I totally And they're making out in bed. Yeah. Yeah. I like them together. I think someone a little bit more serious needs, like, she's not, not to say that she's serious, but, like, I really feel like Billy appreciates that goofy side of her because she's always in a silly, goofy mood. Uh and then outside of that, she's, yeah, definitely, like, HR administrator. Like, somebody was, like, when Danica gets out, she's got an executive director role waiting for her at KPMG. And, like, when I tell you, I, like, hollered. <laughs> I was like, I can't. Like, even on that date with Adam that she went on, I was like, Danica, please stop yeah. going over your resume. Like, girl. But- I saw a tweet that had me dying that was, like, I know she would run a McDonald's like the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so true. She really fucking would. I hope she comes out of this with enough star power to like have like a permanent role like on a dancing show where she's yeah. like the like resident dance partner or instructor. Cause you know, she would like run that team like the Navy. Like she's, She's so cute. Oh, she! I'm, I love her. She's got potential of being a project manager. I mean, her time of managing herself within the villa as well is a great testament to that. What a boost in her resume. I, I really like her and Billy together. I don't really have any additional thoughts just because we haven't seen more and more of them. Do I mm-hmm. think that this might be more of a summer fling? right now yeah sort of just because they've been together for a couple days but their dynamic mm-hmm. definitely has evolution and room to grow so I'm wondering how yeah. that's gonna go ahead and continue I did kind of want to see them in like a uh like a couple's challenge I definitely think that if there was one right now they would win I don't know why but I just feel like they there's, would there's something about them and like call me crazy mm-hmm. but I have to say I feel like their personalities are more suited to each other than some of our strong couples. And we're yeah. going to get to um, what I mean by that specifically, but I'm officially fed up with a certain somebody. So mm, okay. stay tuned for that. No, let's but hear for it. For now, 
Well, because I'm, you know, I'm saving it for the end. I'm saving it for the end, Okay, Danica. all right, all right. Um, for now, though, let's move on to Adam and Kate. Right. Thoughts. What if oh, that right was giving, so, was not giving. It was giving very skeptical. Yeah, I, okay, here's the thing. Okay, here's oh God. My, <laughs> here's my here's my thought. I'm bored. I thought Adam had changed his ways, but it might only be because he has admitted that the only person that he's fully attracted to is Paige in the villa. So I'm hoping that if there's a like female bombshell that comes in, he's gonna do what he's gonna do. Do I think that him and Paige have potential? Yes. Do does he move a little different with Paige than we've seen in the past? Yes. I just don't find their conversations substantial in any sort of way. And you know, sometimes it's nice to have these kind of superficial, you know, moments. But for me, I just can't. Like, there's nothing deeper in the surface. Like they were talking. I think last episode was like they were in the pool, and Adam was like, "Oh, you know, like I just like such a fuck boy." Like he was just like trying to get his like compliments or whatever and and there's just kind of a I don't know if that was even the case but even Paige was like oh like you really think that you really think that like Paige you don't like clearly we know she can't see red flags at all and second of all I just find her like a little like not to be mean but I just find her a little annoying right now I don't know why but like I got the ick from Paige this week the opposite really I just got an ick from her this week I was like you know what like I'm glad that she's happy but just like the entire process like she hasn't really said anything about him or his personality I just feel like she's not getting to know him and she's kind of just like doing like a rebound move where you kind of just like have a guy to be there to fulfill your needs and like be some eye candy but she hasn't really like taken the initiative and neither has he to like get to know each other on a deeper level aside from what they've like already done well so I feel like in that regard Paige might be more of like a slow grower kind of girl because this is how I felt with her and Jax and then all of a sudden when they were getting like the love bird edit I was like okay interesting because they hadn't really shown it because I assume it was like equally as slowly paced as this is um and I think that the only reason they're showing, like, so much of their conversation is because it's Adam Collard and Jax just left. And, like, this is Paige finding, like, a new relationship. But this is the most I've liked Paige since, like, those beginning weeks. And I think it's so crucial to point out that, like, not just the girls are happy for her because the girls are really yeah. happy for her in a way that I think is like obvious that they didn't think her and Jax were the right fit. But like when she was talking to Dami, even he was really happy for her. And we've seen Dami, uh, you know, not have the same energy with the girls as he's had with the guys and kind of like have that hypocritical energy to him, mm-hmm. just maybe not as strongly as somebody is like Luca right um but he was very supportive of the union very happy for her so for the majority of the villa to be like we're so happy that you moved on when they were all crying that Jax left or was really upset for Jax like everybody who's come out 
of the villa said that like everybody except for remy has said that Jax is like a nice lad and blah 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 it's just like okay he could be a nice lad but it's nice to know that his energy and how he was coming at Paige was not going unrecognized like that negative energy and the fact that she had had almost like so much exhaustion right and from just constantly walking on eggshells well it's nice to know that wasn't going unnoticed right and Val you you made a great point I think this was last week too but like you said we had talked about how she wasn't herself we were like why is she getting mean yeah. like she's definitely meaner she's definitely greener and she's definitely out for vengeance for some reason and, and now we yeah. see. so no i'm not i'm not bashing on her softer side i'm not saying like i got the ick from that i think i just have the ick because i'm like like you know what you want now and i i, I just expected her to kind of like be more true to herself and her values and her standards and start you know diving into like making sure that this dynamic or this relationship would be with worth potential and the reason that my ex stemmed from the conversation that they were having in the pool was because adam was like you know people don't think i'm boyfriend material and she picked that up and she's like you're not like you don't think you're boyfriend material and he was like no you know it's just because like they assume that I'm a fuck boy but then like nothing else came from that and that would have been such a prime opportunity for her to like get to know Adam on more of a basis like okay well like what do you think being a boyfriend means like all this other stuff and it, it just irritates me that again she's like in this spot or in this like area of blindness where she's not kind of analyzing the situation and again like this is just a very me thing to do to use the word analyze when it comes to this kind of stuff but yeah like it just wasn't something that I was happy to see and I hope that their dynamic is able to you know continue onwards and and they can build a strong foundation together but am I buying it right now no not really unfortunately not yeah, I'm not quite sure of their longevity, but I just, I, I do pick up on a vibe and like, I do think it's only been two days and they only just officially coupled up. Right. Um, and there's a lot we don't see on the night cam because right. we just get the little lights are off, okay, bedtime, and, like, maybe a few whispers here and there, um, but I think that there really is potential to grow, like, I think there's a lot of physicality there, I think there's a lot of, like, flirtatious energy there, now that they're in a couple in the same bed, they can really start to get to know each other, Right. No, but we'll see, only that. time will tell. No, I will, um, but, I mean, onwards, we've got here's our we i don't know if this is our favorite couple still but we do support it, india it is. <laughs> india wholeheartedly forevermore um so india and dami we had kind of a nice progression of camaraderie of romanticism of future envisioning together within this couple this week so far mm-hmm. and I thought it was really funny when Dami was like do you think your mom would cuss me out with the stuff that I've done so far and she was like uh yeah <laughs> she was like yeah well sure she was like, like yeah uh, maybe but my sister definitely yeah. will I was like 
everybody gets this. If you have a sister, like, if anybody has done your sister wrong in any way, that girl's going to hate you. You yeah. cannot make it up. You cannot, yeah. you know, account for it. Nothing you will do will take that hatred out. Like, that is it. You are done. You are in the doghouse forever. And it's going to take you a lot to win them back. So I thought that was super funny. I didn't even know that India had a sister. But honestly, like, she needs this kind of support because, again, the mad movies have not revealed Dami's true actions within Casa Amor's time frame. So I'm very curious to see what films the editors have chosen to, you know, put together and, and what pieces the producers have decided to release. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, they're still my favorite couple. <laughs> they're still like, mine too. The dynamic, the energy, yeah. the synergy, the circling back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I just think that so much of what they have is like very real, yeah, very genuine. Like their connection is undeniable. Their chemistry is undeniable. Um, you know. He fucked up majorly, and it's not that India isn't aware of that, at least from what she's been told. Mm-hmm. I think that from what she's been told and from her perspective and the fact that they both brought people back, I think she's been reasonable um, in her reaction and her assessment of the situation. Right. Um, and she didn't, you know, she didn't let him back in her... her into her good graces immediately, but she kind of let it slowly come back. She let him say the right things, and I feel like once he said those really nice things to her at the recoupling, she was like, okay, we're 100% back on track. Because the cute run in the garden, like, it was, like, very physical and, you know, like, very much, you know, Something that was bred out of desire, but the speech at the recoupling was like from the heart. Right. So now that both of those things are back on track, I think that India and Dami were feeling like they were in a really comfortable place and a really strong place. Obviously, we have bad movies coming up, so that's just back in the air. But. Hopefully they don't fight about it for too long. I don't know. No, you know what? There's a lot. Here's the thing. He already, like, strike one. He already, you know, brought Summer back, which Mm. was already, like, kind of a slap in the face. Are him and India even with bringing people back? Yes. But then the second strike for me would have been his attitude at the recoupling. Like, he wanted her, you know you mentioned this last week, screaming, crying, throwing up that he was with someone, and she didn't. That was strike two for me. This is going to be strike three. We've already talked about, for me, it's like, you mess up once, goodbye. I don't have the time, I don't have the patience, I am like a, you know, strong, successful woman right now, and like, I've got a lot of things on my plate. I don't need to be worried about what you're doing in your own spare time, and whether or not you're going to make me look like a mug, right? So, the fact that India is so, you know, forgiving, and so, um, I don't want to say, like, like she wants to make things work in a way where she's going to lose sight of the things that have been done, but it kind of seems like that right now. And I really hope that this opportunity for her to get an insight into Dami's behavior when she's not around is 
something that she's going to capitalize upon and execute her decision going forward. I have, yeah. Yeah, I have to say, though, for me, when it comes to couples coming back from Casa more and then actually building a solid foundation from their mistakes, Dami and India are the only ones I've seen do that, you know? Um, Like, I don't think Jax and Paige were ever going to really get there because Jax wasn't even honest about what happened. Yeah. He didn't even mention Molly. I don't think Tasha and Andrew are really as strong as they... I think that they really fancy each other, really like each other. And so for those reasons, I think they'll last longer. But ultimately, I don't think that they're that compatible or going to ever move past Casa more. And that can soon Davide. There's just no trust there on Davide's end. But India and Dami, Dami came back. With the attitude, mind you, I understand. Like, that attitude really gave him the X. But he came back, and then the next day, he was open about what happened. He didn't just say, oh, we kissed a few times. He's like, we kissed multiple times, which, as much as it must have sucked for India to hear that, she possibly got the most honest narrative from any of the guys from Dami. Like, Davide didn't say that he had anything going on with Molly, nor would he have unless Molly said something. Yeah, again, Jax lied, and Andrew was ousted about the tit sucking. So, Dami was truly the most, albeit brazen and possible more, but also open and honest and willing to say, I took it on board as an experiment and I fucked up in, the, in hindsight because what I had with you was more important to me and now that I'm back like I know that a hundred percent and I'm like never gonna make you not trust me again so with seeing mad movies it's like yes it's gonna bring that energy back but no I hate to bring this up because I do think that there should have been more respect there between him and India but they weren't official and so we we can't say that we know for a fact how Dami would act if India wasn't there when they're in a more serious pairing. Because even India and Casa Moore was like, if this was the real world, I'd be getting to know people. And mind you, it would have been a lot more respectful. But, you know, maybe if cameras weren't there, maybe she would be having, you know, more flings at a time until something more serious happens. I obviously, the big red flag is Dami's behavior yeah. or is Dami's attitude when he's called out? But I think ultimately they have been able to move past Casa more, and I do hope they can keep going in this process together and move past this. Only because I just, again, like if I said Dami and Billy are really compatible, I think India and Dami are really compatible the most compatible in the house so it's like if i think anyone should win i think it should be them even if they're not built for longevity i i agree with you about them winning that's the most confident i feel i Mm -hmm. really liked what you said actually about the way that they fight and Mm -hmm. again here's me like putting my like freaking relationship coach hat on for some reason even though i'm not Mm -hmm. but you know 
I feel like part of a coupling is really kind of understanding and, and knowing how to fight, right? Is to let the other person speak their truth and then so they feel heard and then you kind of respond back in a way where you know that they're listening to understand you and not listening to respond. And we see mm-hmm. Dami and India navigate that situation or, or that kind of process very, very well. And that's why I think that they're working the way that they are. Mm-hmm. Do I think that India deserves better? Yes, always. But, you know, for the time being, uh, no Dami slander, but I just think it's really hard for me to see past somebody's colors when they've shown them in that light. Like, people don't change overnight. So if there was a round two Casa more, he'd probably be acting the same way. Like, we all know all these boys would probably be acting a little different than they are right now, and that's just because the girls aren't wouldn't be there. Because we talked about this as well, like, the actual OG girls, like, nobody has really respect for any of them or respect for anybody else aside from the boys, mm. and it's just really apparent the more days go on and we're, we're given an insight into the villa's happenings. But, yeah, you're right. Dami and India know how to fight, and perhaps that's what's going to help them. I'm very curious to see mm-hmm. what they're going to air with regard to Dami's movies, but... I think they're really going to air him out. I mean, with that, mm-hmm. I mean, our newest... Our newest official couple, boyfriend girlfriend, Andrew and Tasha. What? I, I really don't have much. I don't have I'm much. Not, to actually, I guess I'm lying. I okay. I don't have much to say because of the fact that I'm just so not invested in their coupling. I feel like you, we, you and I talked about this week one. They just talk yeah. about how much they like each other, and I often question if they're saying that to convince the other person or to convince themselves that they actually like the other person yeah and the whole scavenger hunt like okay like played out played out no you know what the best scavenger hunt was in my opinion luke and shanice i didn't like that one that was so cute and then he made her a crown like i don't know i loved it anyway i thought the crown was cute but i and I thought it was cuter because I felt like they had a very genuine, very sincere connection. Right. But otherwise, I'm so sick of the scavenger hunts. Like, yeah, please. I just, ugh, I don't know. But anywho, so, like, you know what? If I was in the villa, I would get the islanders to, like, lay on the grass and, like, make a word. Like, will you be mine or something? And, like, then bring my That's significant other. That's been done, too. Like, oh, it has? I think I, I like love a heart you or has been dying. Oh, I totally forgot. But it's just yeah. so funny. Like, there's so many opportunities to think outside the box. But anywho. So, yeah, Tasha this week asked Andrew to be her boyfriend. And while I love the initiative that she's taken, I can't help but think that she wants to be locked in for the finals. <laughs> and I can't think of anything more aside from that. Um, yeah, I go back and forth with this one because I just think at this point, the both of them have been in the bottom so much and she had an opportunity to like try with somebody else and to see like how much better she would rank if she was with somebody else. Granted, I think that the damage is done with Tasha's like the reputation on the show, unfortunately. Right. Um, and so like whoever she was with, she wasn't going to rank highly because of herself, but rather because of that person. But even that alone would probably give her the illusion of like, Oh, I'm doing better now. Um, but she hasn't done that. Nope. And so for those reasons, I'm like, oh, I guess she really genuinely does like 
um, Andrew in a way that she just can't deny and can't ignore that even though she's upset about being in the bottom, she's going to do it with Andrew. Um, I don't know. I feel like this week was hard for me to watch them just because, like, I don't care about their pairing in the slightest. Yeah. But seeing Natasha cry about being in the bottom. Again. And then every, again, and then everyone kind of saying what we've been saying for a long time. Yeah. Like, everybody in the villa was like, why are you crying? Like, you just made Andrew your boyfriend. I understood, but I, at the same time, it's like she's been in the bottom so consistently alongside, like, only recent bombshells who couldn't possibly be that popular. To her, it's very clear that the public doesn't like her. Right. No matter how much she tries, no matter if she's the one who apologizes or, like, takes Andrew back, or if Andrew's the one that fucks up, she is always in the bottom regardless. And I do understand her feeling, like, the pressure of the public. Like, as much as you go on the show and say you're there for love, even if you are there for love, like, it must not feel nice to know that, like, the entirety of the UK public hate you. Yeah, I I just don't think it's about hating her. I think it's just her kind of not being able to reflect on you know, these are the things that I've done. Like, we even said this before. Like, she hasn't apologized. She hasn't, like, taken the opportunity to self-reflect and actually, you know, talk more about her actions so far. Like, and then everything kind of got swept under the rug because of the Andrew Coco, you know, Milky Milk situation. So I'm not really sure what else she can do at this point. I think they had... I think they had, like, a brief conversation where she was, like, I understand, like, how I made you feel and, like, why you felt that way because of whatever, putting you on the back burner. Right. Um, was it, like, 100% an apology? No. But I think Andrew and Tasha, I think neither Andrew nor Tasha have the emotional maturity that they should at their age. I agree with you, and I just, that's why, they're pairing, I'm like, okay, they're yeah. there, like, that's really it, and and there's just no additional thoughts that I have at this time, I'll, I'll see how How do you goes. feel about my man of the hour, not, we'll get into him specifically in just a bit, but this really tipped me over the edge, and his reaction at movie night really tipped me over the edge. Just the fact that Luca went up to Tasha when she was, like, literally in the middle of, like, hysterically sobbing. And, like, the girls were, like, trying to level her out and get her to calm down. And he was just fed up because it's obvious he hates Tasha. Mm -hmm. And I just can't tell if that hatred stems from week one of him not really being able to... When he got friendzoned? Really get her... Yeah, really get her from, um, or get her. Uh, he couldn't solidify a relationship with her because she was just picking Andrew over him. Whatever. But why would you go up there in the middle of this girl hysterically sobbing and being like, yeah, I don't get why you're crying. And, like, it was the way that he just, like, said it. Even if it was what everybody else was thinking, nobody else had the audacity to go there and, like, 
um, say it in her face and like put her down even more. And it's like, I can understand that he was trying to be real and not talk behind somebody's back. But this is smoke we've seen him have for only the women and not the men. Like with Adam, he was like, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to tell him off. And then when they sat down, he was very lax on him. But then Tasha's like in the middle of crying and he comes at her so hard. And then when Gemma and, and Dami tried to explain, hey, we understand your reasoning. Gemma even said, you don't have to explain your reasoning to me at all because I agree with you. And I don't think anybody in this house disagrees with you. But it's the way that you handled it that is our problem. And even Dami, who has had some smoke for Tasha, was like, it's the way you handle it. And Luca was just like, I don't know. I didn't say it harshly. I, I didn't say it harshly. Stood 10 toes down in the fact he didn't say it harshly. I was like, I'm not going to apologize. Blah, blah, blah. And even the next day when him and Tasha talked, I don't think he apologized. I don't. I could be wrong. No, he didn't. I think he tried to level with her yeah. and like find a middle ground with her, but he did not apologize. I'm like Thoughts? I'm like evilly smiling into my microphone right now just because I loved that moment. It was the funniest thing. Uh, I just thought it was too it was too good. It was too real. I definitely get where he was coming from, but also I feel like he just wanted to strike while the iron was still hot and that was his attempt of making things better. I don't think that he's like maliciously out to get Tasha in that sense. In that I don't word. think so either. It it's weird. just the subconscious like gender divide in his mind right and also very hypocritical of him to essentially be like hey can you control your emotions when he has never right. been able to control his emotions even you know what I'm even saying? during the movie night right now like that man is reeling oh like yeah so I, I do see the kind of the both sides of that but with that interaction in question uh, yeah i i totally understand what you mean i don't think it's uh, being carried out because of the fact that he got friend zone i think it was just genuinely he like when he sees other people react in that way he like does not like it but then he can't mm -hmm. reflect on himself being mm -hmm. that emotional when everybody else knows that he's that way too so you know do you have anything else to say about the interaction not really he just wasn't yeah that's fair. I mean, I don't think it's specifically because he got friend zoned, but I just think it's like a snowball of like things that he just does not like Tasha at all. Um, but anyways, moving on to people who just keep snowballing. I can see them Davide. We saw one big bust up from them. Mm -hmm. And then we saw possibly their best reconciliation. Ever. And then we're, we saw the Mad Movies, we, sh we saw the clip, and we have a bust-up imminent for Sunday night's episode. Now, before we jump into that, I think it's imperative we say nobody is quite certain what happened under the bedsheet. I can see swears nothing happens. George on the outside keeps changing his story. George is a and cloud chaser right now. Yeah. So. I just, I'm, I don't know. And then on top of that, I had a friend text me last week when that initial scene had come out of between her and George being like, some people are saying that it looks like there is a little more 
persuasion on his end Mm -hmm. and maybe he was kind of like pushing the situation in that way and she was like no 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 we're just friends and maybe the reason she said not to say anything about it was because she felt very uncomfortable and not out of mal intent no it was to lie on purpose yeah no she was just trying to diffuse the situation that made me so angry there's nothing worse than having well first of all we already know the dynamics in this villa and in this season like the women are disregarded and treated so poorly and so of course everybody's going to take the side of a narrative that was produced by a man who was like close to the situation i guess so yeah george is a clout chaser um ekansu is still and forever will be the goat she literally mentioned even after the movie had aired like nothing happened and Davide's sitting there like muttering under his breath about like oh we're gonna have a talk Ekansu like oh like she lied to me again like shut up like I hope he gets aired out too like I love Davide and there's nothing that's like kind of like driving me away but this is the first time I've genuinely gotten the ick for him because I'm like are you fucking kidding me like, welcome to the there club. is gonna be probably two clips three clips because he kissed Coco underwater he kissed Coco then regular then he kissed uh, Molly like Molly. and then he was like oh I, I'm only going for brunettes but I love blondes too like you know he just had such disgusting behavior as well and and I really yeah. hope you know Ekansu gets an opportunity to pop off like it was so upsetting for me to like kind of see you know Davide's reaction to the the movie when literally nothing happened and then Adam's like fucking stirring the pot he's like oh you know George she told George not to say anything so she's like keeping something from you like Adam don't summarize it like that you know know he's gonna get Adam's summary was so like pushing it in a different direction and it's so interesting too because when when the specific night cam clip came up Mm -hmm. Davide was like, oh, okay. Kind of like saying like, oh, was that it? Right. And it wasn't until the clip of George saying there was some touching of yeah. he didn't outright say it, but there's like there's locker some touching talk. of the genitals. Um, that Davide was like, She lied to me. And it's like I can understand that, you know, you have this lack of trust yeah. in Ekansu from before Casa. Um, but you know, if you saw the clip and you're like, okay, nothing happened, and then you see a man explain it, it's like there were two people in that situation. At least give Ekansu the benefit of the doubt to hear her out. And it's like if from that moment on, you still just can't find it in you to believe her, right. then fine. But he's so quick to the reaction. He's so quick to call her a liar, to degrade her and like disrespect her all the time. It's like George was not alone in that situation. And who's to say that he is not playing it up? Right. Because he is. Like, there's no way. Oh, my yeah. God. Just, yeah. And, and just the disrespect. Like, you've never seen Akinsu kind of degrade him in, in the way that he's degraded her. Like, albeit it's the general, like, laughs at it because it's, it's funny. Like, faker than the Louis Vuitton from China. Like, good. Bye. But, like, you never see her saying mean stuff like this. And, and 
maybe yeah. some, I don't know I it really rubs me the wrong way because if a man spoke to me like that even like maybe slightly as a joke it would really push me to reevaluate like my entire yeah. exposure to this person and just like the negativity mm-hmm. that they radiate constantly so yeah there's definitely trust issues like but and, how and long is that more, an excuse yeah and furthermore we didn't even talk about their initial bust up from earlier yeah. in this uh run of episode with yeah the adam situation davide called adam over and was like what happened and adam was like she was really respectful i mean i think she didn't quite close the door but she didn't quite say that she wanted to get to know me um she handled it as good as she could she was really respectful and davide was just like "Ah, ah, ah," and just couldn't find it in him to like give her the benefit of the doubt when even adam was giving her the benefit of the doubt and just went over there to bicker with her and was like you're causing a show you're an actress you're a liar and it's like yes they made amends the next day but i feel like it was mostly on the end of ekansu being like i don't want to fight with you why did we even fight about that like let's just be open with each other let's just communicate and i just can see after movie night, Davide throwing that entirely out of the window yeah. and being like, no, why would I communicate with a liar? Yeah. You know, telling me the truth in the first place. Yeah, It's just like, and, you know, on I will say one thing against Ekansu is she could have saved herself a lot of grief by just saying from the jump what happened. But I feel like maybe the reason she didn't was because she didn't think that Davide would even just give her a smidgen of benefit of the doubt. Just even a little bit. He can never give her any grace. Yeah. Never give her any room to not be 100% perfect when him on his end never has had to be perfect with her. Absolutely. And I just, I I don't thrive in that kind of chaos. I absolutely shut down. So I don't know how I can Mm -hmm. see who's doing it. But for me, like navigating any sort of dynamic with this kind of person is just so unnerving to me like I get stressed out watching them fight just because it's such a like a a dynamic loud in your face like blowout and I just it really makes me feel bad for Ekansu and it's just really a lot to navigate he's sometimes when he fights with her mainly all the time he's like a child that cannot be controlled and his fury I guess is just really kind of um just accumulates and and it seems like you can't say anything to him to to cool down and then he delivers like a little snarky one-liner and then like needs to walk away from situations so i i just can't navigate that but Mm -hmm. going to a couple who we've seen rarely fight and happen to be the last couple that we have yet to discuss is luca and Gemma, who so on paper yeah they had a lot of highs absolutely um and a lot of lows this week but honestly anika i'm fed up with this man i'm losing the fantasy yeah and i have to say up and yeah i'm 100 percent. i'm losing the fantasy i have to say up until this week i couldn't really see why people thought that Gemma wasn't like a hundred percent into him, mm-hmm. only because I was like, okay, well, she's not as mushy as him. Like, there's a balance there. He's the emotional one. She's the like, you know, the the, the grounded one. Mm-hmm. 
But this week, I, man, I just feel like it's not there. Like it's, I think that they're genuinely very into each other and um, they like each other, but I think Luke is very much in love. And I think that Gemma is very much just in like with um, some doubts, right. some serious doubts here and there and not without reason, I think. Luca is just not not the man for her. I agree with that. I don't think that he's the right man for her. I don't know if it's in love or if it's in obsession, but he definitely has honed in on her as somebody who is for sure for him. But even when, you know, they're talking about what do you think we're going to do on the outside, like Gemma really isn't driving those conversations. And I'm really wondering if this is something that, you know, she's realized uh, a little earlier, if she's realizing it now. But even when, so for, for our listeners, you know, Lucas said the big L for Gemma. So we've upgraded from elephant juice to I love yous. And with Gemma's reaction, you know, she she didn't even, you know, she, she brushed it off in such a nice way and then felt inclined to kind of reciprocate the emotion. But you can kind of see with her body language as well, like maybe she just isn't that into him. And it, it's very, yeah. you know, interesting to see that play out. And then during movie night as well, you know, Luca fuming from, what Billy trying to flirt with Gemma like first of all like that was fine he was single and yeah, a failed like, a failed attempt yeah like it Gemma. Even, and then he's like he's like again same thing muttering like muttering over to Andrew about how he like looks like a mug and like he looks like a prick and all this other stuff and it's like no you don't you look more like a mug now or like a prick now now that you're like moping about now you have a new excuse to be moping about and like Gemma is gonna have to come confuse the situation because, like, there was no ire no. towards Billy. Again, hypocrisy. No ire towards Billy, who was the one flirting. In that clip, we see Gemma shut it down. And I just don't understand what part of um, she didn't bring that up. I'm 100% bringing that up with her, 100%. I don't see what that was in relationship to. Right. Because on her end, nothing happened. Right. Like, Maybe she wasn't aware of the fact of how flirty Billy was being towards her, but it's not even relevant because she shut it down. And, you know, he wasn't mad about the Dami and Gemma clip because essentially everything that, you know, was said outside in that clip was said to Luca later on. So the only thing that's like pissing him off is the Billy and Gemma conversation. And it's like, what was said? Mates can't hug. Maybe she said it a little sarcastically, but like ultimately you got what you wanted from the situation in which she, she shut it down. Yeah, no, it's just, again, it's just like an opportunity for him to mope about and receive attention from Gemma and receive attention from everybody else. But it's just always, you know, like, like never, like, he's always a victim, and I'm just really tired of that narrative being played out time and time again in this villa, too. So, you know, people are like, oh, they're cute. Like, yeah, their first date was really nice, but I just, at this point, I'm, like, super done with it, and I just don't really see how I could get out of that. Like, we see more of Luca's um, red flags as the days go on, and and while this isn't necessarily an insanely red flag like Jack's, it's just definitely one to give some food for thought with regard to how 
Luca and Gemma would progress moving forward. Yeah, I definitely just don't. They just don't have compatibility on par with some of the other couples. Like the reason I said that Danica and Billy have more chemistry than some of our, you know, um, strong couples is because honestly, what Danica and Billy have right now is like to me more natural than what Tasha and Andrew might have than what Eclipse and Davide might have and definitely what Gemma and Luca have I just no longer think that the um that Luca being the mushy one and that Gemma being the grounded one is working anymore because it's no longer Luca just being the mushy one it's Luca causing the problems um and letting his reactions drive the relationship and ultimately it's going to drive Gemma away um you know when the I love you's happened it just the whole situation was awkward it didn't feel like not that it didn't feel sincere but it just didn't feel right it didn't feel like this puppy love energy um to be honest when Tasha and and Andrew said I love you in the night came in bed I was like oh you know what like I don't care for them but I was like they do love each other and that was a sweet moment and it felt like they they shared that moment and with Luca and Gemma it just felt completely flat in a way that if you're saying I love you for the first time it shouldn't have it felt rushed I I don't know how to explain it aside from that they were on the terrace and he's like trying to set up the story where it's like oh this is where you and I had our first chat yeah and and she's talking (laughs) yeah she's talking and trying to get a point across and he's like honestly like kind of like interrupting her and he's like no like I I think I love you no I definitely love you like in the middle of her trying to like say something and and right like like, why was that so I just felt like I love you so not strategic but it was just such an awkward placement and like for somebody who's like super duper lovey-dovey like Luca has come out to be like where were the flowers like he could have said it over breakfast like he could have done something like not extravagant but just like something that kind of defends that saying at the end of the day And, and it was just such a strange time yeah. and a strange way to see it like we know that Gemma isn't lovey-dovey but you know like with something like that like she would want something a little more and and you see that she's happy with him like I definitely am not denying that but it's just you yeah. definitely see her moments where she's kind of like a little reserved because she mm. knows deep down that these are things that she's gonna not like when they get outside so I yeah I don't know I Let's see I'll how do- another week of them goes a reason for maybe why she said it back was because she I still think she does like him but now that the I love you's are there I'm not buying the I love you from her but I think that if she hadn't said it back to him then it would have you know it would have um sparked Luca yeah sparked Luca to completely spiral officially about who likes each other more and she was like, I don't want to push this guy away because I definitely care about him. I really like him. Um, but if I don't say I love you right now, he will freak out. Yeah. You know? No, I and know. Th- and not that it even mattered because he's freaking out over nothing at Mad Movies. And it's just like, bro. No, what pissed me off was when he was like, 
I hope they bring in a bombshell for me. That was like you just said I love you to this girl. If you yeah. care about her enough to say I love you, then like you wouldn't be saying that. But he it was he's always such an egg. He's always all bark, no bite. I know. So that to me, when you're all bark and no bite, it really pisses me off. And it's like you could say he said his piece to Tasha, but the only time he'll bite is when like it's a girl. No, it was really disgusting to me. And I was just like, you know, I hope there's a Mad Movies part two and like that gets aired out or something. But I was like, I'm, it was beyond me and beyond belief that that was sad. And so, yeah, again, like we're back to the same themes of the the stronger like quote-unquote heavy emphasis in the quote double asterisk like appendix Mm -hmm. note and like footnote heading and everything like that like these couples they are extremely flawed to the point where these red flags and these you know concerning behaviors are not being addressed and so then they continue week over week over week and I think I'm definitely at a point where like yeah like just aside from the red flags that have already been discussed and like you know evaluated by Dami in India and they're working on it Tasha mm-hmm. and Andrew in complete denial Akinsu and Davide complete denial Gemma and Luca complete denial like these couples these main couples who are kind of running the show right now like there are some mm-hmm. serious conversations that need to be had and and serious self-introspection into why these continuing why these relationships are continuing with the same old dynamics time and time again like I would be exhausted in a relationship like Gemma and Luca where I constantly have to you know like not only prove my own emotions but prove that other people's emotions are not there in the way that he's deciphering them I can soon defeat it I would be exhausted I make one mistake we've talked about it and then that is held against my character for the entirety of our dynamic Tasha and Andrew Excuse me, I am not getting back together with the tit liquor of some other woman who's still in the same house and like vice versa. I'm not going to be a man who gets together with a woman who has always kept me on the back burner, you know, hasn't respected me with regard to like making me feel like I'm her first pick and then now is like making me her boyfriend. Like there's just a lot of things here that I'm not here for this season and it just kind of gives me an opportunity to reflect within myself of how I am as a person and in my own like relationships with others and how I may contribute or or face against behaviors within my own you know gender that may be frowned upon so this has made me a better person for sure watching this analyzing but you know just these top couples that we've just discussed the past you know a few 20 30 minutes like no, I'm not here for it. And Gemma and Luca, the date was cute. I'm happy for them. But I'm worried about Gemma because it seems like Luca's getting a little worse. And, you know, even with him, yeah. like, becoming besties with her ex, like, he was really trying to make himself, like, really connected to her in a way where, like, she can't get I away. really, I never liked how close Jackson and Luca got. Like, ultimately, if Gemma and Jax had a better relationship in the villa then I would like be fine with it but and again I I haven't really been watching unseen bits because I really take our days off like seriously yeah but um I just they didn't Jax and Gemma didn't seem to have a real friendship right 
so for Luca to be like so gung ho about Jax, it's like I get it. You can't stop like a friendship from happening if it's really there. Right. But it 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 never sat right with me. No, and then do you remember when he was telling her that he loved her? He was like, you know, the way that you comforted me when Jax left, like you love me because I comforted you that my ex left and you were like upset. Right. You know, like it was just Yeah, like, it's almost like I'm so happy that you were able to put your own reasonable feelings aside about your ex being here and maybe um like how you felt about him leaving. Yeah. I'm happy you could put that aside to only focus on how I felt. Right. Maybe that, it just, it's, it's it probably not how he meant it, but No, I don't care. We're all grown. We all know what we mean. We all have the capacity to think and, you know, really truly have the ability to express our emotions in, in a way where the other person doesn't have to debrief or two girls from another country have to debrief on a podcast that yeah. is up and coming within six different countries. Like <laughs> you, you should be able to communicate how you're feeling and, and give like a solid reference. I just think it was, I love you because you make me feel this way. And this is when it particularly happened. Like that's not being, like, you can love a person for that, but that's not being in love with someone. And the, I take those two kind of phrases very seriously. And mm. it's just, I don't know. I'm over the past three couples that we've talked about. Just the blowouts. I think everybody here deserves better. And the only, you know, two couples, again, my final ranking, Dami and India, number one, Danika and Billy, number two. Maybe <laughs> if we're really pushing it, you know, Adam and Paige, number three. With regard to Islanders that I'm single-handedly loving, number one yeah. is Amina, number two is Deji, and number three is Akinsu. That's my yeah, I know. It's almost like I th- in so many of these pairings, I feel like one person deserves to win over yeah. the other. But, like, honestly, season five had my favorite winner of all time and my favorite ending. So, for just voting on one person alone fuck it like I'm voting for India and Dami and I wouldn't even really be voting for just one person alone in that situation I still do like Dami and I still do think that he handles things the best and I think that he has the best relationship with the girls and the most um uh actually you know what I would say Billy has like the best relationship with the girls and and Mm -hmm. the widest capacity to actually understand where they're coming from but Dami is a close second yeah yeah I don't know I mean a lot to unpack we've we've got like a busy week ahead I mean I'm so excited to watch mad movies the the second part which I feel a little betrayed about like they should have just aired it all in one episode but it's okay that's how they get us that's hashtag clickbait like I get it Uh. but (laughs) with that regard though I mean another week done and closed we are here still performing very well I wanted to give the following countries a warm shout out because of the love that you guys have shared with us uh recently we found that romania's charts have been loving us so far so shout out romania shout out us our home base now is starting to recognize us as content yeah. creators and we are back mm-hmm. on the 100 chart which i think is so cool um obviously united kingdom our fan base mainly that we're targeting right now. We love our British listeners. Um, South Africa also came in. We've got some South African followers on our Instagram as well at Villa Birds. Yeah. So, you guys specifically cool. stay tuned because Winter Love Island is coming back 
to South Africa. Uh, so start targeting y'all. Um, in the winter, it'll be super fun. Belgium is back on track with us as well. And honestly, our underdog, but like our favorite viewers for me anyway, is Ireland. We have been yeah. consistently on the top twenty, top ten chart on Apple Podcasts every single week. I think since week three. Um, so that's been super exciting. Thank you so much, everybody who's been listening. Thank you so much, everybody who's been, you know hearing about what we have to say and following us on our socials um we are very active on instagram at villa birds we are getting better with tiktok but we're also crushing it on there at villa birds and most importantly our twitter which val and i have too much fun with it i actually yeah. get a little i'm like oh my god should we like ditch our jobs and become like twitter people wholeheartedly like i don't know but at villa birds pod we are always posting memes one of us at all times is live tweeting <laughs> every day or every other day we've actually gotten pretty good at this so at some points us- we're tweeting at the same time you guys and yeah, with the I, same my thing. favorite my favorite the same thing many times we posted the same exact thing or sometimes you posted one opinion and i posted the complete opposite like in the <laughs> same second you know, yeah, it wouldn't like be a podcast if we disagreed 100 percent. but you know no, it's actually really funny and refreshing and, and it's so fun. Like you guys, we're doing this out of the fun that we have for discussing about the show. Like there's never any sort of other sort of intention. It's just so fun. This is definitely our time to relax and, and we love that you guys have chosen our voices to help you relax or continue with your day as well. So with that, I mean, however you're listening to us now, we are available on any and all podcasting platforms. We've got Red Circle. We've got Spotify. We've got Apple Podcasts. We've got Amazon Music. We've got iHeartRadio. We've got Google Podcasts. We've got Stitcher. And I think that is about it. Do we have one more? We've been like all over the place. We'll I be coming soon. We'll be coming soon on Spotify with videos. We wanted to see how you guys would feel about that. So stay tuned on us doing something with that regard. Yeah, and as well as we will probably be coming soon to YouTube and uploading the visual aspect of this podcast. Um, if you're listening in the U.S., you're all good because you're two weeks behind so you have a lot of catching up to do anyways and you could do it by watching us on youtube and watching our beautiful little faces i say beautiful grimacely not because i think anika isn't but because i struggle to compliment myself (laughs) no you guys val i logged on this morning and she was like scared because that's how freaking out of place and messy I looked this morning I looked like an over literally no I wasn't that didn't even happen (laughs) not you creating a false narrative that's not even nobody even said that I'm not scared (laughs) yeah but all in good fun we we love talking to you guys and follow us on our socials please leave us a review if you can and please let it be five stars we're trying to get up the charts here uh and next week stay tuned for a special edition of our episode you guys are in for a treat we are currently scheming something where val and i will not be 200 miles away while we record for you guys so (laughs) stay tuned for that dynamic (laughs) all right guys we love you thank you for the support don't forget to leave five stars and 
a personal overview and you know if you do that we will read it on the podcast but other than that we love you thank you and goodbye thank you and goodbye happy weekend everybody (laughs) say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill